Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome back to the Political Panda program. Of course, it is Friday. Of course, hopefully a bit of a joyous day for us all to hopefully put another week behind us and, of course, have a fun, longer, or I guess, I guess a shorter time to get to the weekend than before. Uh, of course, it's a brand new, uh, brand new episode We'll get some more stuff on cocaine in the White House, bring you some updates on that story, as well as a fun thing that I feel like everybody kind of forgot about that they had to re-bring up again just so we could all be reminded about it. Uh, we'll talk about some uh, fun stuff going on uh, for women, as apparently, you know, to not offend anybody, apparently it's no longer called the vagina anymore, it's called a bonus hole, we'll go into all of that. And we'll also talk about the brand new ripoff of Twitter and another one to add to the long list of ripoffs, threads, all of that and more today on the show. Of course, if you haven't already, please consider subscribing, following over on Twitter and through social. And of course, checking out the description for all of the articles used for today's show. So I don't know why they decided to do this. I don't know. I don't know why the White House even, <laughs> I think it's mainly just because, you know, somebody brought it up in, you know, the, the actual White House press room, and I feel like everybody, as soon as, you know, everyone in the room was like, oh yeah, they said this. Um, so you might remember that a long time ago, you know, all the way back in February, a train derailed in, <laughs> in East Palestine, you know, uh, you know, uh, that's that's all the way back in February. Of course, Donald Trump made a visit to the place, you know, Pete, uh, freaking Pete Buttigieg finally made his, you know, visit there, you know, even later. I mean, and, you know, of course, Biden said that he was going to go. And of course, it, we're, we're in July now. That That was five months ago now. And, well, of course, someone had to ask, is the president still going to visit East Palestine? Why has the president not made the visit out there? And at this point, is he just not going to? He's done a lot of travel in recent weeks and months. So I'm just going to repeat what the president said. He, he will travel uh, to the area, to East Palestine. Just don't have anything to share on travel or upcoming uh, dates that he'll be there. But the president said it. He's going to go, so he will go. Once we have a date, we'll certainly share that. Good. We'll certainly share that. Ah, uh, mm, I'm sure that the president of the United States <laughs> is gonna still visit after five months. I'm sure it will be a big campaign success for the current president of the United States. Seriously. <laughs> I genuinely feel like he said that he would go just because it's like the right politician move to make. And then he was like, Oh yeah, I gotta do that. Like, I feel like if Kareen was like, "What's East Palestine?" Because genuinely, if you ask most people what East Palestine is already, they'd probably tell you, "What is that?" I I don't even know anymore. And they go, "Oh, oh, oh, right, the the train that derailed that we all cared so much about like earlier on this year." Oh shit. Well, no, of course he will go, but we got nothing to share. We, we got nothing to share. We're too focused on cocaine right now to, to figure out. And what's what's the updates with that? 
what 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 are what are some updates with that? Well, apparently it it's now been found in a more even secure place apparently, and that of course you know we could find you know people from January six, but finding the person of the cocaine super difficult. That's it's that's sort of what's happened in the last just few days of them finding this. I I mean I get that this is a big deal because it's right there. It's in the White House. We found it. It's really obvious whose it is, but yet we're not, you know, obviously not who, why would we arrest the person? Of course, because it's, oh, it's so obvious. I practically could guarantee you there's probably like a name on the bag that says return to, you know, Hunter Biden on it. I mean, shit, there's maybe even a phone number on the fucking thing. <laughs> so, the, I mean, seriously. And, of course, in, in more White House shenanigans, of course, the Biden administration is, of course, you know, they really want to keep telling social media companies that aren't Twitter what to do. And I mean, really badly, you know, they really want to keep helping uh, to police all of that speech that totally isn't against, you know, like the First Amendment uh, at all, you know, totally not at all, and, uh, but of course they are going to be making an appeal against the federal judge that, uh, of course, ruled against them, so they're, they're going to try this, but, um, no, I, I, I think not, I, I think not, per personally, no, eh, no, I mean, seriously, we, we've seen all the stuff that came out about Twitter during the Twitter files, we've seen all of it, all of it got laid bare in front of us, and we're like, wow, that's a, that's a, that's a lot of, uh, a lot of government intervention in so-called, you know, they're independent companies, they can do what they want, uh-huh, mm, mm, does that, does that mean basically being, like, full-on, uh, like, new three-letter agencies that aren't exactly funded by the federal government, but might as well be for the amount of involvement, it's like, oh, well, it's not just we're contacting Twitter, we're contacting employees on, like, a first-name basis. So, yeah, uh, of course, the person who, uh, the judge that actually came down on us is another Trump-appointed judge. So, uh, clearly, you know, the best part about Trump's entire presidency clearly was the amount of judges that he was able to put in place in different parts of the country, some good, some not so good, but clearly there's some that uh, were definitely better than others, and clearly we have found another one. Of course, in that we'll have to see if they even do try to actually, you know, get this appeal or not, most likely not. I mean, CNN, of course, is was not happy about it the other day. Because, you know, why? We can't have people saying these things. I mean, then people might believe other things. And that's not what we're telling them to believe. I mean, come on. That's our job to tell people what to think. I mean, guys, it's our job. Okay? It's, it's not your job to think things. It's our job to tell you what to think. Obviously. And, well, apparently... Apparently, blood donations are not diverse enough. I mean, you know, the person getting the donation might be super weak, but they should have a chance of getting AIDS, damn it. That's right. That's right. Apparently, apparently, is that the Biden administration is just not inclusive enough for gay and trans people uh, because, you know, we 
because The Hill put out an, an article, you know, the great, great uh, publication, The Hill, titled The New Blood Donation Rules Leave Room for the LGBTQ Stigma. Of course, you know, the FDA actually put reasonable efforts to reduce HIV infections because obviously, you know, we don't want to give people who literally need this blood to, like, stay alive to get fucking AIDS. But no, no. It's, it's discriminatory. How could you not let them take more? How could you not let all of those people who do so much, you know, gay sex, who have just the most proportionate amount of, you know, AIDS, why couldn't they get to donate their blood too? Uh, obviously, um, of, of course, you know, uh, it doesn't take a degree to know that blood donation is extremely delicate and that, of course, you know, officials should obviously take every safeguard to ensure a patient's safety. I mean, they're paying out the nose for it. I, I'd sure damn fucking hope for it. I mean, imagine being the fucking asshole that donates blood when you have AIDS in it. And then, you know, a person in like the hospital then gets your AIDS blood and still has to pay like $40,000 for it. I mean, that's called lose, lose, lose. I mean, there's nothing but L's to be found. Of course, but the hill, the hill being the inclusive people that they are, says that people, some people would, you know, rather take a tiny risk of getting HIV to avoid offending the LGB community. Because of course, yes, of course, you don't want to be offensive. I mean, come on. I mean, the impact of such rules on these people due to their prevalence of the disease associated with their, you know, acts of, you know, being very sexually active because, I mean, do we all all forget about monkeypox existing or mpox as they renamed it to because that was too stigmatizing because, you know, we really all started thinking about, you know, black people when we thought of monkeys and obviously what we were all thinking I mean come on you weren't immediately thinking about how this hurts black people yep uh huh uh, <laughs> I mean guys it's, it's not really hard to stop a disease that only transfers through sex just stop having sex for the amount of time the disease lasts and bam wow what a, what a hard thing to do you're telling me I can't keep sticking my penis in things yes Please stop sticking your penis in things. Uh, of course. Of course, guys. Of course. So, yes. We need to make blood donations more inclusive, guys. So that, you know, maybe, you know, just because there's a chance that they could get AIDS doesn't mean... Doesn't, doesn't mean that we just... You know, like, we should just take that chance. Take take the risk. You know, be risky. You know, be risky. Ah, oh, that's great. Well, universities continue to be the uh, purveyor of just all of the terrible things of society. You know, even after they get a victory, they continue to simultaneously just really make you despise them anyway. Or, or really just make you realize on why you should never go to one in the first place unless you're looking to be propagandized to the highest degree or be shouted down by a bunch of, 
Neanderthals from a bygone era. I can say that because I have more DNA of a Neanderthal than the average person. I know because I've done the fucking DNA test. So I know a thing or two about Neanderthals. So private uh, Catholic university, I put Catholic in quotation marks because I don't really think that means much to anybody anymore. A university is just a place of debauchery and complete cringe and cancer that all you end up getting out of it is a actual degree that most of the time means nothing to anyone. I mean, seriously, I've been watching so much just clips of stuff on the internet for so long now. And so there's a guy on the internet that does, um, you know, he sits down with people because he's like a big financial guy and he understands all these different things, helps people like balance their budget and he does this thing, and they're talking about his job, and he's talking about this, you know, degree that he got, and it's like, you know, you really couldn't get a thing in that field. And the dude just says, well, I mean, nobody really cares about it. And he's like, what? And he starts, like, planning, and he's like, why would you say that? He gets all offended for no reason. And the two guys that are reacting to this clip go, yeah, no one, if there's no jobs for the thing that you just went through, no one cares about your degree. And so, well, universities, they're so useful. Nothing but debt-riddled scams, practically. Jesus. Well, uh, this university decided that, uh, well... It needs gender-affirming voice therapy sessions for minors, according to them. Of oh, well, that's great. These, of course, offer voice therapy sessions to minors and adults who are transgender, gender-fluid, gender-diverse, gender-non-binary, or gender-non-conforming. The therapy focuses on an, on uh, on just great you know, stuff to help them align more with their gender identity, even though it could change in, like, two seconds, even during the therapy, and the, it's for adolescents and adults having a goal of addressing perceived feminine-slash-masculine and gender-non-conforming voices and treatment, targeting pitch, you know, so much good stuff. Of course, the sessions are offered for free, according to the flyer. Uh, the fee is... Uh, but there is there is a fee. Uh, it's it's three hundred dollars, which is not worth it. But I mean, you do get twelve sessions that are fifty minutes long. Jesus Christ, that's like fifty minutes of a waste of time. You know. So of course, yes, yes. This is this is what we needed. It's what they needed, guys. They needed. You know, I I, I think. Uh, I, I think you know therapy can be a powerful tool, but uh, not not this one. Nope. N n no. No no thanks. I'm uh, I'm afraid not. Sticking with uh, some school news and Wisconsin. So, you know, sometimes I tend to question certain things, and well, we've got something even more fun. So, uh, back on Wednesday of this week, a line item veto was uh, issued by the Wisconsin governor, in which it increases taxpayer funding of K-12 uh, public school students by $325 per student each year 
until, get this, 2,425. That's right, for the next 402 years, this will be in effect. I'm sorry, uh, what the fuck? Originally, the state budget passed by, of course, uh, the actual legislator earmarked a school district revenue ra uh, raising limit boost of 325 per student for the 2023 and 24 and 24 and 25 school years. But using his broad powers to issue a partial veto, Evers edited the bill striking the 24 from the reference uh, in the first school year and the hyphen and 20 for the reference of and that so it reads 2023 through 20 for 25 so it's it, it's 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 until 2024 so I, I don't even know if I don't even know if this is actually you know what how are you even gonna pay for this uh, of course, I mean, justifying the decision, he also cited in inflation and the need, need to provide school districts with predictable long-term increases. Dog, <laughs> for the next 400 years, though, th this is the most long-term politics thing I think I've ever seen. Uh, but... Who will pay for that? Of course, the taxpayers will be, so that's fun. Yay, taxpayers. Woo! Who doesn't love paying exponentially more in tax pay taxes? Jesus, I mean... I, I, I mean, I'm sorry. Who the f... <laughs> I, I, I guess uh, if you live in Wisconsin, you might not want to live there for too much longer, as uh, apparently, you know, I, I don't know how much you want to actually... <laughs> As it's it's gonna be there for another four centuries, so uh, yeah. I mean, of course they could try to do some stuff, but um, uh, man. So yes, yes. Uh, the P the students will get so much more money, aka they won't see a singular dime, and their performance won't actually ever increase because most of the time it doesn't and the school districts of everywhere is just failing <sighs> man fun stuff fun stuff Th thank you wisconsin very cool anyway we got to talk about threads we got to talk about threads what the fuck is this damn thing why does it exist who asked for another one of these let's be honest a lot of people on the left and certain people down the middle don't really like Twitter anymore. And that's understandable. Twitter has suffered a lot of problems that I can be very critical of, but I'd have to say some of the changes made to Twitter have been quite the delight. Like community notes, for example, is probably one of the best features ever added to Twitter as a whole and genuinely makes it a lot more fun. But the thing is, and I gladly, you know, I, I gladly will take the actual different amounts of, you know, actual, uh, like, stuff going on to it. Or at least, you know, some of the different downtimes, some of the things breaking. Because I'm more understanding of that fact due to the hell, the fact that 
the entirety of like Twitter themselves are going back through the code of Twitter, going all the way back to literally, you know, like when the thing first came out and going back through and fixing things and digging up, you know, code that was hidden just everywhere. So, I mean, it, it would make sense that some things are going to break in the process. I mean, it, it's I, like I'm not expecting. I'm not expecting perfection all the time. And of course, over the years, I mean, we've seen many Twitter clones. I mean, you have Parler. I mean, you have True Social because I mean, literally the only reason. The only reason this show even has a true social account, I kid you not, was I think that true social account is, of course, before, you know, Elon Musk bought Twitter. So who knows what was going to happen, keep happening with Twitter if that didn't happen. So that exists. That's it. And so the only reason those two accounts even exist, genuinely, at this point, I could just technically be on Twitter. Because honestly, Twitter has been the place I've been at for the last, coming up, you know, later this year, for the last seven years. I've been on Twitter not as long as some other people. My account has stayed the same. I've never been suspended from Twitter, but that's just because I don't tweet many things. I mainly like and retweet a lot of the things that I like. I mean, seriously, it, it, I'm, I don't know how much I did really want to leave Twitter at all. I mean collectively over those seven years i follow up to 1200 fucking people on twitter like i don't really use literally the two most the two biggest social media apps i use on my phone are just twitter and reddit just for the many gaming communities that i enjoy and follow threads on the other hand i don't get it i really don't I, I don't I don't really get its existence as it it's doesn't really make much sense for it to exist. It's genuinely like, hey, we made a the we, we generally, you know what happened? You know what this is? We you know we conservatives told them what the same thing they told us. Hey, if you don't like it, how about you of course maybe go and make your own? And so what did Mark Zuckerberg say? Uh, hold my beer as I go hire a bunch of ex-Twitter employees so then I can make this thing in like five seconds by scraping a bunch of Twitter's data, stealing a bunch of the shit out of it, and making an app that looks exactly like it, but it also being a privacy nightmare even worse than anybody could ever imagine stealing more of your information than ever before. I mean, Jesus Christ, is it... If you actually look at the uh, App Store, because the App Store is required to actually show you these things, you can just see, like, the list of everything that's in there, and it's like, wow, okay, I mean, I mean, I guess, uh, it's, uh... But, so, of course, they've already been sent a cease and desist letter by Musk already. Musk has already said he doesn't mind, you know, competition. It's the fact of... The entirety of it is just not great. I mean, seriously. First of all, okay, let me, okay, I, I have the picture here, because I don't actually own an iPhone. I, I know, I, I have an iPad, but I don't have a, a, a iPhone. But here, I have a picture of the thing. So, inside 
it's it's um it, it basically has everything i mean yes does twitter still link stuff to you yeah but i mean who would you rather have your information with elon musk twitter or mark zuckerberg in the facebook company I, or oh sorry i mean meta you know meta the only original thing that facebook has really ever created uh, how, how's that how's that working out for him oh it's dead oh it's a project that's lost how much money i mean think about this the two most successful thing or the few most successful things that they have is facebook what did mark zuckerberg do he stole that from two other people instagram was a thing that they bought whatsapp is a thing they bought oculus is another thing they just bought threads is just stuff is basically just twitter because they literally stole they literally they took a bunch of twitter employees basically made twitter that's it they literally hired twitter employee ex twitter employees to then make twitter again but the le the liberal version of twitter so uh how long did it last before it started censoring conservatives again five seconds it started it lasted five seconds your thread has been removed your thread has been removed following certain people literally goes and uh, says this account has repeatedly posted false information that was revealed by independent act checkers or went against our community guidelines uh and uh, of course, uh, yeah, if you uh, certain people, if you try to go and follow them and uh, yeah, it, it censors, it censors a, uh, a lot of a lot of fun stuff. But I mean, the other fun thing about threads, by the way, is it's so they, they, they actually rush this thing so hard that they tied it into your Instagram account. So if you have an Instagram account, they tied it so hard into it that if you want to delete your thread account, you also have to delete your Instagram account. <laughs> what monkey brain decision was that? So I, I guess it, uh, it really uh, doesn't have much fun uh uh so uh yeah i mean even aoc is not having a great time i was on threads for five minutes but now i think my app is bricked it was just as i hit send on a long post of queen's food recommendations oh uh, uh how dare they i mean gosh how could how how uh <laughs> but by the way if you think this is a parody account no it is not the parody account aoc one this is the real aoc account so uh yeah i mean seriously i i, I just i i don't but by by the way um the the fun the funny part about this whole thing is um so there there's a there's a post that says can we ban politics crypto crypto and ai from this app 
And, and then and, and uh, popular financial person Gary V says, and can we focus on kindness? Of course, uh, Zuck responds. The Zuck himself says, we are definitely focusing on kindness and making this a friendly place. Ah, uh, I'm sure that it is, of course, going to be a friendly place for all of those who love, just love all of those fun, fun, woke ideologies. So that's fun. Yes. Great. Thank goodness. Ah, oh, thank goodness. Another Twitter clone to add on to the other Twitter clones that may have a lot of users and hype now, like you remember True Social when it first started? A lot of hype died real quick. And same thing I hope with Threads. A place for all the libs to be and for all of us to never care about and just move right back to Twitter where we may complain and may get more and more frustrated and may, you know, question some of the decision-making, but stick around because honestly, well, as a, as an old copypasta once said, Dad, I, I want to get off the ride. <laughs> the ride never ends over on Twitter. So, of course, the ride never ends. Threads is here. How long it will be here? Who knows? Will there be a thread account for this for this channel? No. Will I be signing up for threads? No, I'm, I'm, I think I'm good. You know, I, I, I generally, I, I think I'm good. I've, I've, had, I've had my fill of social media platforms. I don't really think I need another one. I, I already have like one that I really want to delete that only reason I'm there is because it's where a group chat that I have is people who know me in real life know which one I'm talking about one of them I'm very close to deleting but there's very few reasons why I don't delete it but other than that threads another ripoff another thing that just exists so that's fun and our almost uh, second-to-last story for the day. So, the UK has some fun stuff. You know, they do. Well, apparently, a cancer charity, which, you know, wouldn't, you wouldn't think would really care about the woke stuff, but apparently they do. Apparently, they do. They care so much about the woke stuff. So, it's also their leading charity, apparently for the disease, partnered with the LGBT Foundation to release a set of guidelines for healthcare professionals. Oh, I'm sure. The guidelines recommend that the word vagina be replaced by front hole or bonus hole, so to not offend anybody who does not have those body parts, but do not identify as female. Yes, that's right. It's not a vagina, guys. It's a bonus hole. You know, I, I'm, I'm sorry. No. Just no. I, it's shocking, the fact that women everywhere just go along with this. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry, that's the most dehumanizing thing since porn for women here. It, fucking, so, uh, you got a, you got a bonus hole down there, or what? I'm sorry? You got a bonus hole? 
you know, one of them bonus holes, or how about a front hole? I'm not really for the behind hole. You, you got a, you got a front hole, bonus hole, sir. I have a vagina. I don't know what that is. I don't even know what a front hole is. You know, it's still the hole I know. I can see you in the behind if you need me, but I'm more about the bonus hole, personally. <laughs> I, I just, I don't, I don't even know where this just ends. Because it's, it's women's empowerment, but also, they're not called women anymore. They're called bodies with vaginas, and not even that. So now it's, now we're even getting rid of vagina. So now it's just bodies with front hole, or... Or, well, what? Is it, is it bodies with, um, with, with front hole, with bonus hole now? Is, is that, is that what it is now? That's, that's great. It, it, so it's bo bo bodies, bodies with front holes or bonus holes now, everyone. It's the new terminology. Front hole, bodies with front holes. So there you, there you go. The, the the world is the world is in a great place. It's a body with a front hole. Great stuff. Finally ending today, still staying in the UK, but ending today on our last story. So in our world, you know, a lot more people in our modern society are getting tattoos. And on, on some people, they can look really great, add some nice quality art, can really show an expression, can show how dumb certain people are when they get, you know, like the stereotypical, you know, like Asian characters on their arms where they've just put it in Google Translate, not had it like properly translated. So they get something, you know, stupid on them and they don't realize it except for everybody who can speak that language and then laughs at them and then we all also when they tell us what it means then we all get a laugh at them as well because most of us don't understand either and of course some tattoos can you know make people look good show expressions obviously or it can mean ceremonial things yada 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 but apparently you know there's a limit and apparently you know we're really finding that limit Apparently, Melissa Sloan from uh, from Wales has uh, apparently been struggling to find gainful employment because, well, she has 800 tattoos. That's right, 800. Her body is covered head to toe, literally. Apparently, you know, became hooked on tattoos at the age of 20. I don't even know if you can't find a job how you even, you know, get so many tattoos anymore. I mean, seriously, they're everywhere. Uh, of course, <laughs> the fu funny thing is, is that the more tattoos this person gets, the uglier and uglier she becomes. I, it's, it's crazy how this works. You know, uh, funny thing is, is that people have said, I have never had a job in my life be uh, but I have had one. It didn't last long, the mother of two added. If someone... Uh, she's even a mom. So some person even thought it was sexy enough to even have a child. I mean, Jesus. That's... Uh, that dude's got some weird, weird kinks going on with him. Anyway, uh, people have said, you know, of course, if someone offered me a job tomorrow, I would go and work. I would take that offer. Uh, she still gets... Uh, as many as three new inkings a week. 
Three. Jesus. If I make it to 70, I'll still be getting them. Every bit of skin will be covered. Uh, even if I'm turning blue, my face is already turning blue. I look like a smurf. Um, uh, she has three layers on her face. I probably have the most tattoos in the world. If not, then at the rate I'm going on, I probably will in the end. I'll keep going them all over. I mean, seriously. Like, oh my god, it looks disturbing. Like, it's just everywhere. Like, oh my god. Why? Like, like why? Like, why would you do that to yourself? Like, she even went bald. She went, like, basically bald just to get even more fucking tattoos. I mean, seriously. I I mean, okay, here's the thing. Personally, I mean, I get the whole thing about tattoos. Is tattoos can look cool and all and mean things, but but there's there's a limit. There's there's a limit when it goes from being cool and like fun and interesting and can tell a cool story about you if there's something behind it, or show you know something that you're passionate about or something you really like, to then it's just. The, this, is just nah. I'm I'm sorry. There hits a limit when it just looks disgusting, and just gross, for like so so many reasons. Truly a, a disturbing sight, some would say, and something that even if this was a video podcast, even I don't know how much I would actually want to even show, you guys. So, of course, to save your eyes so that you can have a weekend without needing the eye bleach. But, of course, that is going to do it today for the program. Of course, if you haven't already, please consider hitting that subscribe button, following down below on Twitter and True Social, but mainly Twitter, because that is where all the fun is happening. And, of course, tune in next week for some more of the show. There might be a few days when I'm not, just due to the fact that uh, Prime Day is next week, if you didn't know. And so I could be working some mandatory overtime stuff. I don't know as of just yet. I mean, seriously, it could be some rough stuff. So I could be in some rough shape this upcoming week. But I will let you guys know when that is the case. So, of course, join me next week for more of the amazing place that we call the planet Earth. Anyway, have a lovely Friday and, of course, a fantastic weekend. See you on Monday.